it's important that you identify what your energy gainers are and become very intentional about putting those in for yourself on a regular basis. Daily, we need to have things that give us energy. You work hard in your business. On the Profit by Design podcast, we ask the big question. What has your business done for you lately? Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling. I'm the business psychologist, the author of the four-week vacation and the How to Hire the Best series, as well as the founder of Tap the Potential, where we coach entrepreneurs like you to design sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Because after all, we believe work supports life, not the other way around. Weekly on the Profit by Design podcast, we bring you tips, tools, and strategies from our own experiences and from the experiences of our guests who are entrepreneurial thought leaders and real life entrepreneurs, all to support you in making intentionally profitable and sustainable business decisions to live the lifestyle you desire. Profit Designers, the four-week vacation, the entrepreneur's ultimate guide to taking your life back from your business is now available. Go to fourweekvacation.com, grab a copy of the book, and be sure to follow the steps there to claim your bonuses. When you purchase the book, you are eligible to join me for my upcoming live training, the four-week vacation, better business, better life jumpstart. Plus, and you'll also get an invitation to an exclusive VIP closed door training with me to identify the true profit potential within your business. Just follow the steps at fourweekvacation.com. And I hope that the four week vacation book inspires you for what's possible. It's time to take your life back from your business. Let's talk about you. How are you doing with managing your stress? Let's face it, right now in the world, there's a lot of anxiety and stress just due to world events. And then we still have the recovery from COVID and the pandemic and how that's impacted our businesses. And so many of you are telling me that hiring continues to be a challenge and that you are really doing everything that you can with a a lean and mighty team and you still have open roles that you're hiring for. So I think it's really important at this point on the podcast, we do a check-in with yourself and with your team. So today on the podcast, I'm talking to you about burnout and we're going to take it from two angles. First, we want to check in with you because if you are burnt out as the leader of the business, that everyone's in trouble. So it's of utmost importance that we make sure you are taking good, good care of yourself and that your energy and enthusiasm and passion for what you do is high so that you can convey that to your team. And then we're also going to talk about your team members, especially your A players. Are they experiencing burnout? So let's start with you. We want to make sure that all of your A players in your business are functioning at their best and you are chief A player in your business. So we need to make sure that you're functioning at your best. So I'm just going to ask a few questions here and let yourself respond silently with a yes or a no. Does your mood fluctuate based on how the business is doing? 
in the last three days, have you neglected any basic needs such as sleep, healthy eating, or social interaction because of work? Are you finding it hard to switch off and not think about the business? Do you feel that no one understands you and the stressors you're experiencing? If you answered yes to any of those questions, there's a chance you could be experiencing burnout. And that's why it's really important to do a full check-in with yourself. You can take our Better Business, Better Life assessment at tapthepotential.com forward slash assessment. You will get a score that lets you know your entrepreneurial risk for burnout, and you will also get a checkup on the health of the different systems in your business. Our Better Business, Better Life assessment is the only assessment out there designed specifically for business owners to check in on your quality of life as it relates to the health of the systems in your business. And at Tap the Potential, as we've been researching entrepreneurship over the last two years using our Better Business, Better Life assessment, we found a couple of really cool findings. One of those findings is that those of us who are at the least risk for entrepreneurial burnout and who are experiencing the highest quality of life have almost double the number of systems in place in our business as those of us who are at greater risk for burnout and who are not experiencing a high quality of life. So when you take our assessment, you get immediate results and you get feedback on the specific systems that you can work on to improve not only the health and profitability of your business, but also your quality of life. So this is an excellent tool. If you've taken the Better Business, Better Life assessment in the last two to three months, great. You probably don't need to take it again. But if you haven't taken it in the last few months, I encourage you to take it again. And, or if this is your first time, you should definitely take it and benchmark where you are now so you can see your opportunities to improve your business and your quality of life. Again, it's available to you at no charge at tapthepotential.com forward slash assessment. So the reason I want you checking in with yourself first is I want to talk to you about if you are experiencing symptoms of burnout, what you can be doing right now to improve the quality of your your life. One of the most important things that you need to be doing is paying attention to your energy gainers and drainers. So energy gainers are those things that fill our buckets up with energy. They give us energy and add to our quality of life. So energy gainers might be hobbies. It might be time that you spend with your family members doing something meaningful, having meaningful conversations with your team members. Maybe it is taking your kids out to eat on a Friday night. Whatever it is that gets you excited and fills you back up, that's an energy gainer. And all of us have different energy gainers. I like knitting. Other people might think, wow, that would be a huge energy drainer, Sabrina. But for me, it's how I relax and how it fills me back up. I love gardening. In our family right now, one of our big energy gainers is we have goats and they've had babies. And so we have these cute little kid goats that jump around our paddock and they make us all smile. And so going out there at the end of the day is a big energy gainer. It's important that you identify what your energy gainers are and become very intentional about putting those in for yourself on a regular basis. Daily, we need to have things that give us energy. 
And then we also want to identify what are our energy drainers. So oftentimes when I'm dealing with entrepreneurs, I hear that a big energy drainer are dealing with difficult team members, team members who are underperforming, not meeting expectations, making mistakes and causing rework. Those are big energy drainers. So it's important to also look at what are you tolerating? What's going on in the business that you're putting up with and that is draining your energy? Those are things you want to have an active plan to address. And the beautiful thing about taking our assessment is that you will identify gaps in your systems. And oftentimes when you're tolerating something in your business, it's because you don't have a strong system. So an, a big example of this is if you're tolerating a poorly performing team member or a team member who has a bad attitude and it's bringing everyone else on the team down and you're saying to yourself, well, it's so hard to hire right now. I just need to put up with this and I need to make do because if I let them go, then the rest of us have to pick up the slack and we're already spread really thin. So you just tolerate, tolerate and tolerate. Well, the underlying system that is not strong is your hiring system and how you attract top performing team members to your business. So that's a system that if you did some work to strengthen it and improve it, for example, reading the book, How to Hire the Best, or using our How to Hire the Best toolkit at tapthepotential.com forward slash toolkit, that could be a great way for you to start strengthening that system and stop tolerating bad employee behavior that's bringing everyone down. So look at what those energy drainers are for yourself and ask yourself, is there an underlying system here that if I were to strengthen it or put this system in place in my business, it would take this energy drainer away? So next, I want to talk about the A players on your team and really consider the question of, are your A players burning out? One of the things that's so interesting to me about being an A player myself and working with a team of A players, we have the most awesome team members at Tap the Potential, and also having been in other workplaces where I've gotten to work with A players, I notice a consistent pattern. So one of the things that makes us A players so great is that we go the extra mile and we're quick to say yes when something needs to be done and we find solutions to problems and we keep things moving forward. Oftentimes in companies, we will be the backbones of the company. And so when we have teams of A players, those are all positive qualities, but yet there's a downside. And we have to be very aware of this downside when we have A players on their team. And that is, it's very easy for burnout to set in for your A players. So what that looks like is all of a sudden you have a very positive, optimistic team member and all of a sudden they don't look forward to going to work. You notice that their attitude is bad and their usual optimistic outlook is no longer there. And you also see a decline in the quality of their work. So maybe somebody who hardly ever makes mistakes is starting to make mistakes. That's a sign that they're spread too thin. And if they're spread too thin, they're also likely to be at risk for burnout. And this happens on our teams for a couple of reasons. So one of the best reasons that this happens is when you as the business owner start taking things off your plate and learning how to delegate to your team of A players, your A player team starts picking things up for you. 
but they have to go through that same learning process that you just went through to learn how to delegate. Remember, it was hard enough for you to learn how to delegate, and now you have team members that you have to teach and coach and mentor to tell to get them to the point where they're able to delegate too. So they will need, in order for them to take more things off your plate, they will need to delegate other lower value activities off of their plate. And so Oftentimes, that's a very slow process. When you learned it yourself, it probably took you a little while. It didn't just happen overnight. It's not like a switch that flips. It's an ongoing process to learn and get comfortable with delegation. So we have to watch our A players very carefully as we start delegating to them to make sure they're learning how to delegate and they're also needing to learn how to say no. That's one of your great learnings as a leader of your business is to learn what to say yes to and what to say no to. Well, your A players on your team, they need to learn this too. And if they're not learning it, or if they're in the process of learning it, they're at risk for burnout until they get it. And so we want to be having those regular one-to-ones with our A players and checking in with them to make sure that they are not burning out. So a couple of tips for you is if you notice your A players showing up with less energy or they seem to really just be a little bit more distant from you and the others on the team, like emotionally distant, or you notice some cynicism and negative thinking setting in. Those are all signs of burnout to watch for. Also, when they start talking about feeling like they can't get things accomplished or no matter how much they're working, they're not getting ahead, that really eats at an A player because so many A players are achievement oriented and they get satisfaction from completing things and moving things along. And if someone is feeling like they just get more and more added to their plate, they're in meetings all the time and they don't have time to do the doing, then that's also a risk factor for burnout. So listen to those things coming up in conversations with your A players and you want to be checking in with them regularly. So I want to give you some tips here for supporting your A players and how to prevent burnout for them. Number one is you want to educate them about what burnout is and give them permission to talk about it. So This is the working definition of burnout. It's results from chronic workplace stress that's not successfully managed, and it's characterized by three dimensions. The first dimension includes feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, emotional exhaustion, or the fatigue that comes from caring too much for too long. So you hear a lot right now about medical workers and medical personnel experiencing burnout because of COVID and the pandemic. That's a huge risk factor. But if you're in any kind of public service, customer facing job, you are at risk for burnout if you care a lot about people because you want them to have a good experience. Another dimension of burnout is increased mental distance from one's job, a depletion of empathy, a loss of caring or compassion. And this also comes along with those feelings of negativity and cynicism related to someone's job. And then the third dimension is a decreased sense of accomplishment and those feelings of futility, like I'm working really hard, 
but I'm not getting any further. Nothing's making a difference. That's that feeling. And that's where those feelings of hopelessness start to set in. And that's why burnout is a significant risk factor. It sets us up for depression and other mental health problems, as well as problems in our relationships, because we kind of just start to emotionally shut down. So you want to educate your team members, have them listen to this episode. It's a great way to open up the conversation about burnout on your team. Something else that you want to do is just watch for the team members who consistently put in more hours than others. You want to help them shift responsibilities off their plate and also work with them on maintaining really good boundaries with their work time. A players, you know, one of the ways they've learned to succeed is to be available and say yes to opportunities. So they're much more likely to carry their phones with them. And if you text them after hours or you send a message through Slack, they're getting a notification and they feel pressure. They feel the need that they need to respond to you. So you need to let them know, no, when you're off, you're off. Turn off your phone, turn off your notifications. You are not expected to respond. At Tap the Potential, We're a virtual team. We're spread out all over the country in multiple time zones. We have no set work hours. We have specific meetings that we need to be available for, but no specific set work hours. And so sometimes because of my responsibilities elsewhere in life, I might be working on a Friday at seven and I'll send a message through Slack to another team member. I'm sending that message because I want to be done. I don't want to think about this thing all weekend. And I'm planning that they're going to get it on Monday and be able to pick up and carry the project forward. I don't expect them to respond at 7 p.m. on Friday evening. That's their time for themselves to go have fun and have time with their families. And so I make it really clear that my work hours and the times that I choose to work do not influence when they need to be available. So there are certain expectations around, you know, during the work day, during the work week that we're going to respond to one another within a certain period of time, but we don't have a set expectation that you need to immediately respond on a Slack or an email to someone else. That constantly being available and shifting the context switching when we're shifting from our personal life back into work is really draining for us. And we'll tell ourselves, oh, it's no big deal. I'm just going to respond to this email on Saturday afternoon, and then I'll go off and I'll do my thing. But you now have started to shift into work thinking on Saturday afternoon, and there's residue from that. It's not a three-minute email response. It's probably going to be more like 20 minutes or longer now that you're thinking about work. So you really need to be aware of that for yourself and also educate your team members about that to just have those really good boundaries. Also, you want to talk to your team members about their energy gainers and drainers find out what they like to do for fun and what things give them energy and encourage them to be doing their energy gainers daily, doing something that gives them energy and fills them back up. And a lot of times what's really cool is when we get to work from our strengths, that gives us energy. So a great conversation to be having on a weekly basis in your one-to-ones is what have you done this week that's really filled you up and made you excited about work? And what are those things that really drained your energy this week? And you want to be working with your A players to intentionally put more energy gainers into their work days and look at how you can get rid of energy drainers. 
On the Tap the Potential team, I think one of the biggest energy drainers we experience is when we have someone who's not coachable. We're a team of coaches and we want our clients to be successful. And when we have someone who's not coachable, who's not taking the teaching and the guidance and looking at what is their responsibility and how can they improve and make things better, and we continue to try and coach and coach them, that's a huge energy drainer for us. So I, as the leader of the team, keep a, a big eye out for our, our clients. Are we bringing on clients who are coachable? Because I know I have to protect our team and I don't want to burn out our A players, our strategists who are trying to coach someone who's not coachable. So you have this in your business too. You have clients and customers that bring negative energy and drain the energy from your A players, you need to find out what those qualities are and put systems in place to attract those top quality clients and deter the clients and customers that are not healthy for your business. And just as a side note, one of the interesting things that we've discovered in our research with the Better Business, Better Life Assessment is that one of the key systems that you can put in place in your business to reduce your burnout and increase your quality of life is identifying your top client profile and having a clear sweet spot in the business so that you are intentionally attracting those clients and customers that are joy to work with and deterring the ones that drain your energy. And that's the very reason is because they increase our likelihood for burnout. And so if you're in a place where you're thinking, I just need to take on all the business I can get so we get some cash coming in the door, you're setting yourself and your team up for burnout. So cut it out. It's not good. It's not healthy. No amount of money is worth the heartache that comes from those difficult clients and customers. The other thing that you need to be aware of with your A players when it comes to burnout is A players are willing to pitch in. And so when you have gaps on your team, roles that aren't filled, your A players will often try to fill those gaps and they're quick to say yes, that they can pitch in and help out. And that means they probably get things added to their list of responsibilities that are not aligned with their strengths. So it's really important on an ongoing basis to be having these conversations about what are you doing that drains your energy and what are you doing that gives you energy and look at how can you take those things off of someone's plate that drain their energy. When we're doing things that drain our energy, it's a sign that we are not working from our strengths. And oftentimes the things that we procrastinate on and put off to the last minute are our energy drainers and they are a sign that we are outside our, our zone of strength. So for me, Years ago in the business, I would put off doing the bookkeeping until late in the day on Friday. And that would be what would keep me working after hours on a Friday afternoon is, oh, I still have to get that bookkeeping done. Well, that's not my zone of genius in the business. Teaching, educating, coaching, being the visionary, you know, analyzing and pulling new systems together to support entrepreneurs like you to take your life back from your business. Those are the things that light me up and get me excited. Writing books and, you know, doing podcasts like I'm doing right now. Those things give me energy bookkeeping, not so much. So I got that off my plate. I brought in a bookkeeper. And it freed my energy up to really put more energy where my strengths are. And so 
every one of us, are, the business owner and those on the team who are A players, we have things on our plate that drain our energy. And the beauty of having other team members is what one person does not enjoy doing. Most likely there's somebody else on the team who loves doing it and who would be delighted to do it. I'm, I have the potential. A lot of our clients are accountants and bookkeepers. And they light up when they talk about working in their clients' businesses and helping them with their financials and their accounting and their bookkeeping. And I just think, I'm so glad there's somebody in the world who enjoys doing that. And so look at this for yourself and have these conversations with your team members. Make it okay. Make it highly desirable for your team members to be telling you what they don't enjoy doing that's associated with their role so that those responsibilities can be given to other team members. And I want to also let you know, there's a couple of tools that make these conversations much easier and really take the conversation to the next level. So at Tap the Potential, one of the tools that we use with our clients is the people map assessment. The people map helps us to start paying attention to what are our strengths and what are our Achilles heels. And also our preferred communication style. So I love having this information about our team members because it really gets us tuning into strengths and preferred communication styles. And then another tool that we use is the Clifton Strengths Assessment. And that is all about identifying strengths. And I love being aware of how each team member has a different set of strengths and thinking through how can we pull on these strengths and help them deliver the results that they're responsible for. So when you get your team members working from their strengths, they're going to get more energy and it's going to be a way of preventing burnout in your A players. Plus, you get higher levels of productivity when your team members are working from their strengths. So I hope this has been useful for you today. I hope you will go out and you will have conversations with your A players, share this podcast episode with them and use it as a way to just open up that conversation about What's fun for you at work and what drains your energy and how can we make things better for you here? Remember, your A players are your greatest asset. Invest your time in developing them. They, in return, will take exceptional care of your clients and customers and you will have the opportunity to be building a business that is a life-giving business, not just for you, but for your team members as well. Thank you for spending time with us today. Join our conversation in the Entrepreneurs Take Your Life Back Facebook community at tapthepotential.com forward slash group. Share your aha moments from today's episode, ask me questions, and join in on the fun with your fellow entrepreneurs on the journey to designing sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. And finally, share today's episode with a friend if you know a friend who would enjoy it. This is real life business. Keep your chin up. Keep moving forward. You got this.